Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Welcome, everybody, to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. And you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS, 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio here in Murfreesboro. I hope everybody's had a great weekend. Lady Kay's not with us tonight, uh, but she'll be back next week. I hope all your football teams won. I know that the Vols won. They made up for that catastrophe of the game against Florida. MTSU put up a good fight. We lost to Colorado State. Uh, the Titans just got hammered today. So maybe they'll do better next week. And I don't know if I think Kentucky beat Vanderbilt. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. We're, we've got a, a great show for you tonight. And Before I get started, I'm going to announce something. Y'all know that recovery is important to me. I just celebrated uh, 32 years not having a drink that's amazing and i know that it affects a lot of people addiction alcoholism Mm -hmm. but i sit on the board for the rutherford county recovery court foundation and we're doing a fundraiser out at um, bell meadows farm judge wilson and susan have been kind enough to let us use that place and we're doing a event called pathways to redemption a night to celebrate the stars of resilience that's october 14th at six o'clock there'll be music by sisters wade revival there'll be a live auction there'll be food and more and i'll post it on the real mr murfreesboro and my personal page at bill wilson jackson thanks for being here um our producer um we got a show tonight and we're i guess we could say we're doing it on entertainment uh, movies writing books history but i've got two guests and first guest is uh, i met this lady real nice lady on the set of a ricky brichelle movie that's coming out called eating me up about a i think it's a lady who has an eating disorder Mm -hmm. and they did some filming here in murfreesboro but let's welcome to the studio Jessica Haynes. Do you go by Jess or Jessica? Jess Haynes is what I'm known as, but she, Jessica's fine too. <laughs> and she drove all the way from Chattanooga <laughs> to be on the Mr. Murfreesboro show I with did, Lady Kay. and it's well, been hard to get it worked out, but I'm here. Well, thanks for of taking course. your time. Yes. So, um, what have you been up to? Oh my gosh, where do I even start? <laughs> I've done a lot. Um, since last year, I have really gotten into more music acting modeling i do a lot um i'm if you are on social media i go by jess haynes music so if you were to download any of my music that's going to be on all the platforms under jess haynes under jess haynes Uh uh-huh jess haynes music and i also sing with my little daughter who's eight okay and so we do a lot together um my husband passed away last year so i became a widow right and 
I have found through therapy with music, writing, singing, songwriting, acting, all of that has really helped me and her. That's been your therapy. It has been. Yeah. So is that, did that lead in, I'm sorry about your loss of your husband. Thank you. Uh, And you can share, did, was it, was he ill or do you, can you share what happened? I can share. Um, It was very sudden. It was a heart attack. How old was he? He was only 49. He was very And had a heart attack. And he didn't, uh, was he on medication Mm -hmm. or did he know he had a heart? There were no signs. There was nothing that would have made us think anything was wrong with him. What type of work did he do? Was he? Um, he was in sales, which I know can be stressful. Yeah, yeah, for real. (laughs) Um, but no, I mean, we had no idea that he had any kind of sickness or anything. It was very sudden. So he passed away last year, Mm -hmm, August. Had you done any acting or anything before that? Um, like in school, growing up. (laughs) Where did you grow up? I grew up Franklin, actually. Franklin, I grew up in Tennessee, Franklin, in Tennessee. Williamson County. Yeah. So where did you go to school over there? Um, it was Grassland Elementary. Okay. It was when it was first built. My sister is older than me, and she went to uh, Franklin High School. Okay. So, the Bruins. Um, yeah, exactly. The yes. Bruins. All right. Yes. Uh, I only lived there I w- until middle school. Um, I'm sorry, the end of elementary school. And then then I moved, moved to Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. So um, I dove into all of this um the acting, I got signed five days before my husband passed. So you were already going talent. into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gage Town. Yep. And they're in Knoxville. In K-Town. Yep. And they, they signed me. Um, and so that's how I've gotten into movies with some amazing actors. Tell us who are you, some <laughs> of the people you've worked with. Sure. Um, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Foxx. Um, in fact, I worked with Jamie Foxx the day before he was in the hospital yeah yeah. what what happened do we know what happened to him it's kind of private i think it is really private his family's been pretty pretty quiet on it but i mean the day before he was fine he was throwing the football around with everybody and talking to everybody and then all of a sudden we we see on the news the next day he's in the hospital we were like what he was like touch and go i mean it was like life or death yeah do you can you tell us what city or what where was it? Florida, um, California? It was in Atlanta. In Atlanta, okay. Yeah. And then I've worked with other people from Atlanta. Um, there's there's a big person in Atlanta that everybody knows. And I think that's Tyler Perry. I think you might be right. <laughs> He's got a whole studio down there. Oh, it's it, so beautiful. It is huge. It's like... Um, it's a city. Yeah. I mean, of its own. I got lost in there. I'm not going to lie. I definitely did because I was supposed to go for, you know, dress rehearsal and then for um, costumes. And then I was like, uh, somebody tell me where to go. Well, he's huge. a nice guy. He's genuine. so nice he um when we were recording i got to be like right in between the two big actors and um he was like you the girl with the hat because i'm always known as the girl with the hat you know i always have on cowgirl hats and so he was so nice to me and he's like megan farrell are you listening all right (laughs) exactly um you know so he was really nice and then i got to work with um nicole kidman who's also very nice who lives huh in williamson county yes she does i think she is williamson county live in um yeah, Williamson County. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of these actors and actresses are just as funny or, you know, what they portray on movies. I mean, they're hilarious. They're right. funny. I mean, Jamie had us rolling. We had no idea he was sick. I saw him in concert <laughs> oh years ago. And it was uh, that the Gold Digger tour. Oh. Where uh, that number one hit, She's a Gold Digger. Yes, I remember that song. And... Uh, this is before Meredith. This was like, oh, I don't know, 20 years ago. We had, and it was at the, what is that, Bridgestone Arena? Yes. Is that, okay, that's mm-hmm. where, he, where it was, and it was actually pretty good. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I what about him. What about Will Ferrell? What's it like? Working? Oh, my God. 
Anyways, he is hilarious. So um, his scene was a little further away from me, so I didn't get to talk to him as much. But he was, we were just laughing the whole time. I bet. I mean, it was, um, like I said, he is. He's physical comedy, too. Yes. He doesn't even mean to be funny half the time. He's just just naturally funny. Yes. (laughs) So it's been fun to, you know, meet all these people. And um, Gage Talent really took me under their wing. And they've helped me, like, find new people. You know, I got to meet you. Right. And, you know, it's been been amazing. I've met so many people. And um, like I told you in the beginning, it's been very therapeutic. Sure. To not just sit at home and be sad. And, um, you know, my husband was very supportive of my dreams. And he helped me get um, first my first four songs out before he passed away. And he and I did a uh, cover together because he also sang. He did. Uh, Baby, It's Cold Outside. We put it out two Christmases ago. And, and that's a remake of, uh, is that Bing Crosby? Yep, you yeah, got it. Bing Crosby. Yes. We, um, so that's out on all platforms, too. So, again, it's Jess Haynes music. Um, and then, again, I sing with my little girl. And we're known as the Haynes Gals, but it hasn't transitioned over yet. Trans- what do you, what, now, you've written a book, too. I have. Is that dealing with the loss of your yes, husband? Yes, grief and loss. Um, it's called Kismet, A Widow's Journey. It's on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. Kis- now, say that Kismet. again. Kismet. K-I-S-M-E-T. It's fate. Like fate. A, a love connection. That was right. fate. Um, okay. Of course, he left us way too soon. But, um, you know, that was one of those words that we fell... When we fell in love, it was just fate. Yeah. I mean, we found each other at the perfect time, and um, our love story is beautiful, but that's a whole other show. Right. Um, I got but you. you can definitely get that book on Amazon under Jess Haynes, or you can go into Barnes & Noble. It's going to be on their shelves next week. So, and Any uh, other family, children, or... I have two stepchildren. Okay. Um, Jack was married before me, um, and so they're older. Okay. He started fresh with me. <laughs> I'm the fresh. young one, yes. He's I, 10 years older. He so. was 10 years older. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yes. Um, so the book you can get on Amazon. Uh-huh. And, and Barnes & Noble. And Barnes & Noble. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that'll be on the shelves next week, so I'm really excited. What would you rather do? What was more therapeutic? Writing? A, I've been talking about writing a book. In, uh, it's very helpful. And I don't know... You know, I, I think the thing to do is just write what comes to your mind. Like and then journal. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you take out, what, you know, hey, I don't need to talk about this. Yes. But I'm the type that want to talk about everything. <laughs> Me but too. Me too. Just be upfront, uh-huh. honest. And uh, yeah. people either, people know me. They either. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm kidding. You know, I have that Mr. Murfreesboro page, hence the Mr. Murfreesboro show. with Lady Yes, Kay. exactly. It got hacked in uh june oh no and meredith my girlfriend partner we we have been trying actually more her than me trying to get that back i think there's somebody yeah you just about have to treat fire with fire i think you have to get another hacker to hack back in but it's so crazy it's it's been a lot of time um not so much money but a lot of time trying to do that but it does have 32,000 more followers now, so that's good. I so mean, there's I a it, plus, right? When I get it back, I'm going to have a lot more followers. <laughs> it didn't cost me anything because yes. the way you get followers is you boost pay, you boost if if you boost posts uh-huh. and then you yes. get people to like and then you follow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... It's a crazy world out there. The big thing now is uh, TikTok. Oh, TikTok's huge. Yes. Are you... But they're afraid that, what is it, the Chinese government's taking off our money? Yes. That's what I've heard. Now... I will say this when that 
when Mr. Murphy's Murphy's got hacked, they did get into one of my bank accounts oh, and stole no. money, like thirty six hundred dollars. But we got it all back. But that's but, crazy. But you know, I'd rather somebody punch me in the mouth and like lie or and steal. take your money. Or, or yeah. That's Still, awful. It's terrible. Well, I'm really glad that you guys got everything back. Well, we're, we're working. We have the real Mr. Murfreesboro now, so once that one comes back, we'll uh, launch it. But when yeah. I was a kid growing up, I'm 57, uh, we had pen pals. People get, you know, you write a letter to somebody, uh-huh. lived in Montana, and you wait 30 days, and you'd run out to the mail. I said, oh, I got a pen pal. And that was, I remember that. That was our Facebook. Yeah. But um, so where do you see yourself going? What are your... What are your ambitions? Are you wanting to be a movie star? Or what do you What do you want to do? Honestly, I'm called the Jess of all trades <laughs> because I I can't just pick one one lane. You can't put me in a box. Um, I've got a song coming out on September 30th called "Can't Catch My Breath." That's about original. Um, is that it original? Is. It okay. is. Yeah, and it's um, my perception of becoming a widow and, and kind of talking to my husband through music. Um, it's a it's a tearjerker. So it is. It is. So just be on the lookout for that. That's again on all platforms. But yeah, I'm gonna stick to to the path I've been on. It's very right. therapeutic. Musician, singer, cool, songwriter, actress, model. I just I do it all. You're doing it all. Well, I do. Hang tight right here. Okay. And we do have another guest that's gonna come on here in about 15 minutes. Yay. Uh, we're gonna let Jess get on the road back to Chattanooga. <laughs> but you've been listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Uh, with Lady Cave, we're going to take a break and listen to our sponsors. Are you ready to experience the heartwarming flavors of the South? Look no further than Mama's Table. Y'all Come Eat, the new cookbook by local author Carolyn Hall. This cookbook is filled with cherished family recipes that will transport you to Mama's Kitchen. You can purchase it right now on Amazon so you can start creating unforgettable meals for your loved ones. But that's not all. Stay up to date on book signings and special events by following Carolyn Hall's Facebook page. Plus, Carolyn plans on cooking her way through the cookbook on social media, sharing her tips and tricks with you along the way. Because as Carolyn says, there are always memories made, blessings shared, and full bellies around Mama's Table. So don't wait. Get your copy of Mama's Table. Y'all come eat. Bring the warmth and love of Southern cooking into your home. Shadow Chasers of Middle Tennessee Ghost Walks October 13th through the 14th, as well as October 20th, 22nd, 27th, and 28th. Tours start at 7 p.m. from Big B Cleaners on the Square. Tickets are affordable from $10 to $13. Here, actual evidence captured by real ghost hunters at downtown Murfreesboro's 10 most haunted places. Don't miss the special Friday the 13th tours. Purchase tickets on the Shadow Chasers of Middle Tennessee Facebook page. Get your tickets today. Welcome back. You've been listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. This is Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro. And thanks for listening. Um, been joined in the studio with our first guest, uh, Jessica Haynes, or Jess Haynes. Jess Haynes, yep. The uh, jack of all trades. <laughs> hey, do you, we're listening about these uh, ghost tours that are coming up. Do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely, you, 100%. Yes. I believe in ghosts. And a lot of people know this, that Murfreesboro, like Chattanooga, uh-huh. 
Chattanooga had a great civil war battle, the Battle of Chattanooga, mm-hmm. Battle of Chickamauga. Yeah, Chickamauga. Right there on That's the right. mountain. Yep. Murfreesboro had a battle in uh, December 31st of 62 through January 2nd of 1863, where there were 80,000 troops. If you woke up oh, where the avenue is, yes, and say you're at Jonathan's, you're having your drink of water or beer or whatever, and you're going to the, uh, what's that, embassy suite, just imagine the thousands of troops camped out ready or fixing to go to battle that's so crazy the seventh bloodiest battle and i'm uh 24,000 casualties somewhere between 24 25 and that doesn't mean their deaths it means there were deaths but they're also wounded a lot of the a lot of the soldiers died after because of mm-hmm. because of uh infection things like that loss of blood uh but there's a lot. There, there's a there's a company that has a storage building over there, and I've had people tell me this that there's a there's a spirit like a Union soldier looking for his leg, or I mean, Ooh. there's I believe I, I believe in that. So uh, I believe in the Holy Spirit, but I also believe oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> there are people. That's where their life ended, and they're trying to they're trying to find their out. way back home. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So where were we at? What else do you want to cover while we're here? Well, we were off camera talking about how my husband was a ghost hunter, too. And he was. had his business in Chattanooga. So I always told him, I said, if you pass before me, you better not haunt me. <laughs> so he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't yet, right? <laughs> he has respected my boundaries. He, he's respected your boundaries. Yes. Um, so what is your, do you have a, another gig? I was in that movie, or it's a series called trap city trap city yeah uh, ricky burchell is the one the producer here in, in uh murfreesboro does a great yeah. job he has a vision of making movies yeah, and telling he's great because sto- when you're making a movie you're writing a book you're telling your yes. story or telling a story yeah and exactly. i think there's an art form to doing that 100 like percent. steven spielberg i mean oh et yes. phone home you know <laughs> yes exactly uh, everybody knows you know et oh, was yeah. riding a bike and oh, had yeah. a little you know <laughs> The little red finger. That's yes. right. The little. Red. Um, so, you are. Are you, can you tell us anything you're working on right now, or with anybody right now, or any um, actors or actresses? So I actually am going to be on a show next month. It is going to be actually two. I'm sorry. I filmed this Friday in Nashville for. Um, it's called. I believe they're going to title it the Santa Claus Show, um, and I play Miss Claus, which I used to do with my husband. So that's going to okay. be on PBS. That's on uh-huh. PBS. It's going to be uh, probably next year before that comes out. Okay. Um, and then I'm also doing um, another show that I can't say the name of yet, but that one's going to be recorded next month in Nashville also. Um, so, yes, I do have a lot of things coming up this year. Um, and I'm just so excited to, you know, to keep growing right. with the acting and the modeling and um I am going to be doing a bridal modeling shoot in Chattanooga soon. So, yes, I have a lot coming up. Is Gage your, is that your modeling? They, they t- yes. handle that, too? They, they do a lot of it, yeah. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. you. And I do a lot of, you know, outreach and search myself because, you know, you're your own boss and you got to find your gigs sometimes, too. So, that you know, I'm always on social media trying to. So, if anybody needs, you know, a model or somebody for their commercials or whatever, I'm available. That's how you get your work. Yeah. Yeah. Word, word of mouth marketing referrals uh-huh. marketing yeah i had a cousin who's still alive that she was a eileen ford she was a ford model out of new york Ooh. in japan she traveled the world for about three years 
She was on the cover of Woman's World. Oh gosh, that's amazing. The cover of all these magazines. She was about 5'11". Dee Dee yes. her name. And uh, her favorite song growing up was Locomotion. I love that song. <laughs> but <laughs> Now that you said that about a magazine, I was in the Retro Lovely magazine last month, featured as Barbie. Were you really? <laughs> yes. I'm on page 54, I think. So if you ever go so where online. Can you get, where can, is that online? It's online, yeah. Okay, what's Retro, it called? Retrolovely.com. And Retro you can lovely. order com. your um, magazine from there. Cool. Yeah, that my, was fun. My great aunt, my grandfather's sister, Aunt Temp, she was she was very beautiful. She was on the cover of Glamour. Oh, my gosh. At what a dream. At the age of 51, she had salt and pepper hair. And that got, is beautiful. She uh, That was mother's aunt my grandfather had three three sisters and a brother but uh yeah i would definitely love to do that um definitely be on a big you know because models aren't everything they used to be anymore they come in all shapes and sizes and they're all you know because i'm definitely not 511 i'll tell you that i'm 53 on a good day so um you know they have opened up and branched out for actors and models and it's great right because everybody's beautiful and they should be you know allowed to walk a stage every yeah everybody's a what i say a child of god and they have a story to tell whether you live under a bridge Uh or you live in the penthouse or the white house that's right everybody has there's a reason you got there and there's Uh a story absolutely yes but uh i don't know if you've been keeping up with uh murfreesboro stuff going news they were trying to bring a baseball team here where and you've not been to cannonsburg you need you you will need need, to go there you'll need to go there it's just right over about a half a mile from here. Oh my gosh, yeah. And, I should uh, go there. But Chattanooga's got a good base. They've yeah. got the look is it the, the lookouts? lookouts uh-huh. They've been there forever. Forever. Yeah. And then Nashville had a team called the Nashville Vols. Really? Yeah. And then uh Tennessee Babe Ruth, the the Yankees, yeah. The Yankees <laughs> came and played them. I think it was in the twenties or thirties. Babe Ruth and I think Lou Garrett. There's a there's an article on it. I know it's online, but uh, Nashville's trying to get a baseball team. Oh, that's neat. I hope y'all do. Yeah, that'd I be do fun. Too. I think it'd be great. Um, anyway, that's a big thing in Chattanooga yeah. sports. I mean, it's everywhere and art. Has Ricky told you when uh, the movies were coming out? The one. I think he had told me it would be end the, the end year? of this year. Yeah, he didn't give me a specific date, but he's going to update us. He said right. once every. I mean, it takes a lot, as you know, to record, to make movies, to get cast. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah, there's it's, so much that people don't see. And that he they may do. call you. I mean, he like I think it was he called me like it was like an hour or two before. Hey, can you be here? Uh-huh. I was like, all right, I'll be there. Yeah. I know. I wish, I, you know, sometimes I do wish I was, was still local so I could just go to every gig here. And some I have to tell no because, you know, my daughter. Right. I'm the only parent now. So um, I don't like saying single mom because, I mean, I am technically on paper, but right. I don't, you know, I'm well, still just her parent. Have you so. ha- have you noticed, and I'm sure that's tough with all it this going very, on, yeah. you, Murfreesboro, Middle Tennessee, Nashville mm-hmm. has really become like a little Hollywood where it uh, has. You can be in Nashville and be walking down the street or going shopping uh-huh. and run into Keith Urban or yes, yeah, Nicole Kidman well, or whoever. Oh, it's Kid true. Rock. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man. <laughs> um, you know, there's also a TV show that I was on with Clint Black. Have you heard about uh, that? Uh, what's it called? Um, I think it literally is called Talking with Clint Black. Um, He's a good guy. He is so nice. His daughter was there. We got to meet her. Um, and he brought on Paula Abdul. So that was like a childhood the dance dream. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I got to meet them. And so that was fun. Um, 
you know, getting to meet all these people and just to know, like you said, doesn't matter where you are, you have a story. Everybody's Everybody has a story. has a story. And, you know, we tend to hold celebrities like way up here, but when you meet them, you're like, oh, they're just like us. Like, exactly. You know, they have their own issues. They have trials they've been through. And, trials you and know, tribulations. I'm every every day somebody has something. So. That's right. But it has been such a great adventure. Um, you know, there's a lot of people at first were like, what are you doing? You know, you, you're the only parent now. You need to be working a nine to five. And I'm like, well, that's just not me. Like, I make money, but I do it differently you follow your dreams i follow my dreams and that's what jack wanted and he helped me get it started and i i was signed five days before he passed it's almost like he waited right until he completed his task with me which is so beautiful well so are you want are you going to stay in chain are you like let's say you hit it big okay Uh you're going to move would you move to hollywood or l.a or would you stay here and i think it would probably be nashville yeah. Um, and then just fly wherever because Nashville, you know, I grew up in Franklin right. and Chattanooga. Those are my two places I consider like home. Right. Um, so I think, I don't know. I mean, I've been to Hollywood before and it, it was a different world there. Did, did you do school plays and stuff growing up or did, or, or did this just happen after? This just happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was in choir and stuff like that, but that's it. Well, no acting. I tell you what. Thank you for coming up here. Of course. Here. I'm so happy you guys had me on. Thank yeah. you. And uh, if there's anybody else, I'll put you in contact with people of I know. Course. Podcasts are the big thing now. You it know? is very big. But yeah. we'll get you in touch with everybody. Thank you, Jess Haynes, the actress, the author, <laughs> the uh, model, sh- singer, model, singer, <laughs> tow truck driver. <laughs> Jess Might Haynes as well from Chattanooga. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Are you looking for a trusted pharmacy? Look no further than Terrace Pharmacy. For nearly four decades, Terrace Pharmacy has proudly served our community since 1983. We've got not one, but two drive through windows for speedy service. Terrace Pharmacy is your partner in health, offering homebound delivery, vaccinations, specialty packaging, and MTM services. We accept most major insurance plans and we're locally owned so you'll always get personalized care. Give us a try today. Visit Terrace Pharmacy at 502 Highland Terrace or call 615-893-7971. Your health is our priority. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. 
curb them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. This is Bill Wilson. Mr. Murfreesboro, our second guest has entered the studios. Most of you people who live in Murfreesboro or from Murfreesboro will recognize this name. And that's none other than Reed Ridley, who actually goes by the Bear as well. And I want to find out why they call you the Bear in in layman's terms ray well welcome to the show uh I'm, I'm i'm glad to be here brother uh and i appreciate you having me on the show yeah so tell us yeah what what how long have you been in the in the uh, movie business is it close to 30 years or so <laughs> i've been in it longer than i should know to stay in it <laughs> gotcha i've been in minimum 30 years it's like technically i graduated in 93 yeah, I've been in the industry ever since, but I started working in it in 89, and that's why my last several years of college sucked. <laughs> okay, you but you and I know each other from campus school. Oh, yeah. Campus school and then high school. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you go to Webb or did you go to Oakland or Riverdale? I went to Oakland. 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 Okay, and then you went to MTSU, right? Yeah, I don't like telling people that but sure i i went there for eight years and graduated hey i went there for seven and a half my mom went how long were you in college i went seven and a half years a lot of people do that she goes yeah they're called doctors (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i'm like oh a funny lady (laughs) yeah funny like tell us your parents were jim and polly ridley they were big into the arts and entertainment the uh Murfreesboro Little Theater. Well, yeah. Give us a little uh, Yeah, yeah. My, my folks, uh, aunt and uncle, two godparents, and uh, a woman, uh, Margaret Waller, or everybody in town called her. her Dumpy. Dumpy. Uh, they were like five of the six members that started MLT, the Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro Little, Little Theater. Theater. So I grew up in it. Oh, I, I started hanging lights there at nine years old wow started tech directing at 12 it became the vice president of staging at 16 it's been your life 
So, yeah, it's like I never thought about it until uh, Andy Van Roon, one of the big power whips of the entertainment industry in Nashville, and some big thing was introducing me in a private meeting with people. It's like, he comes from an old entertainment family. I'm like, we're an old entertainment family? Murphy's Pit Little Theater, man. <laughs> yeah, what, what the hell? Yeah. I can say hell, right? Yeah, I don't know. Let's keep it, keep it. Keep okay. it clean. Uh, what the what the heck? So, Reed, tell us the in your you know, uh, a brother Jim who I remember who was a trip. That, oh yeah, he was the editor of the Nashville Scene, correct? He, or the publisher, a editor. He started as the film reviewer when they very first started, and they started. And no offense to you all at the Nashville Scene, they started as like a Xerox rag. Really. I mean, grassroots. And he started as the film, film reviewer. And I believe it was uh, uh, Jack Silverman, I think, gave him the job because he was so impressed when Jim came in to saying, you guys need a film reviewer. And he would review films. And they were like, we've thought about it. But he went, look, Gene Shalit's the disease and I'm the cure. <laughs> and that, I remember Gene Shad. He looked like Albert Einstein, kind of. But uh, he was on Armageddon, Ch- Armageddon, not. Yeah, yeah Armageddon, not. Okay. You, know, you know, it would be the type of stuff that Gene Shallot would say. But because he went, Gene Shallot's the disease and we can be the cure. So they didn't really care for Gene Shallot. Who t- would? Okay. Hey, I want to. Please he- tell me he's t- not a big sponsor. Gene no, Shallot. no, no. Okay. Tell us, you, you still live here in the old family home. Oh, yeah. Called Evergreen. Yep. It was, and it played a role during the Battle of Stone's River, or Battle of Murfreesboro. It, wasn't it a doctor's? Didn't a doctor have there? Give us the story of Evergreen. Well, it was built in 18... 1822 is okay. when it was first built. Uh, Across from the VA, kind of. Dr. Black built it and everything. And so it one of the side buildings is his original doctor's office. That's it. Yeah. And so it became a field hospital during the war yeah during the battle of murphy yeah during the whole war and so it took a cannon hit because they would target buildings especially if they were field hospitals right and so it yeah and but it still stands today barely (laughs) evergreen how many acres does it sit on is it two or three acres it's only three are you trying to line it up for your realty company no 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 i was just just curious hey make me an offer i I know you're gonna say that i I might listen i know there's been some stories about that house during the battle of murfreesboro well i'm sure frankenstein yeah i can remember (laughs) when uh david my younger brother and well david and reed are the same age and yeah we were in school together and you know when you weren't driving to school you you had an uber driver typically your mom and uh we and you lived way out that was considered way out in the oh, country oh yeah that was the country that was the country and where i grew up on brave road was the country which is now the city yeah so driving you home i just remember you told the story and i believed you man that <laughs> and i don't know why i guess we were probably 10 11 years old and uh you said that Frankenstein had lived in that house. and I, I Oh, know. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, my dad was like. They were very 
eccentric, weren't they? I mean, they were very, they were oh, characters, both your mom and dad, Polly they, and Jim. Yeah, yeah, and they were a perfect blend because Pop was the character and believed that. I mean, a simple trip to Walmart or Kroger's was a big would, would become an adventure. Some <laughs> madcap adventure would happen. And mom was always the straight man. It was just like, leave me out of all this foolishness. And she was a sweet, she was a sweet I mean, man. there's like a famous thing here in town to where it's like, just uh, blocks from here, the hammery. The hammery. Is that yeah. the Woods hammery? The one uh, yeah, off I'm the square? Yeah, I'm guessing just the one down, you know, off. Off the square. Yeah. Off Maple, I And think. stuff. Well, the upstairs is where the vet used to be. Uh-uh. And so all my brother and I knew was that that's where we take the dogs when they're sick. To the vet, but it was yeah. Okay, get I, I see but, where you're going with this. So, but the hammery was you in, they were making in the basement, and so <laughs> you know I, I still own the car. We had this '65 Dodge convertible that mom would take us to school and one day after picking us up from campus school she swings in there she's like i've got to pick up the christmas ham all we knew is she was pulling into the front of, of the, the vet. vet and you thought that <laughs> and, y'all were gonna eat a dog for- <laughs> oh 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 i actually put this in a short film we won a major awards for what what, what do you mean what it was called and stuff <laughs> it's it's called evergreen to where uh we pulled in there and mom was never the jokester, but She's, suddenly she decided to seize the moment. Cause I'm like, are we getting a dog ham? A dog ham? <laughs> and she was like, yes, we are. And she just scurried inside. Okay, my mom never scurried. <laughs> so that should have tipped us off, but she ran inside. She did. And then we saw people looking out from the windows. And just dying laughing, and my brother and I were freaking out. We were like seven and nine years old. You didn't. <laughs> and then next, of course, she's picking up a damn ham. The damn ham. Okay, I, I can say damn. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So you picked uh, up the ham, but and so she comes was... out with this ham wrapped in butcher's paper, <laughs> and just chucks it over her shoulder into the back seat, into our laps. And we'd both start screaming, and crying. crying. It's our, it's our I'm, dog. I'm like, I don't want to eat a dog ham. A dog ham. That, and that's and a she's classic. like, oh, look, you're going to eat a dog ham. And we get home and she scurries inside once again, which should have tipped us off. Right. And she's like, well, your sons think they're too good to eat a dog ham. Say that to Jim or say that to, uh, to my dad. Yeah. 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 He's like, well, you think you're too good to eat a dog ham. I mean, <laughs> Mom was egging. Y'all just played it. They just played along. The oh, whole time. they just went for it. Yeah. She was like, oh, oh, well, you know, some people can't afford a dog ham. They only get a cat ham. <laughs> I was like, oh, who eat a dog ham? She goes, look, this is German Shepherd. That's yeah. his top shelf. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, and then once once we were both crying, then they just died laughing. Like that's hilarious. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as a dog ham, you idiot. You know <laughs> that was your mom and dad. Merry hey, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Tell me about uh, working with Isaac Hayes. Was that you weren't? It wasn't the movie Shaft. 
that because that was in the seventies. Oh, no, no, you're not. No, I, I wasn't working with Isaac Hayes when I was seven years old. But when, but you did work with him. Like, well, yeah. What was the I, name I, of the movie, and what did what did you do? Well, see that 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 is funny. It's like uh, a dear friend. He was uh, I, I I was lucky, and I'm stepping on landmines now. I had. I was lucky growing up. I had two sets of parents, one one white and one black. Yeah. And my black parents, Mary and Johnny Wade. Uh, is Mary still alive? Is no, Mary, no, no, neither one okay. of them. In Go fact, ahead. the house has been torn down on Castle, and it right. just breaks my heart. Yeah. But uh, my black dad and uh, Johnny, we'd watch Westerns all the time. And he was like, how come nobody makes Westerns for us? Meaning the black community. Mel Brooks. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Go ahead. And I was like, okay. And so I did a modern day spaghetti Western. Spaghetti-o. No, spaghetti Western, which is the Sergio Leone Westerns. Like good, bad, and ugly. Yep. Uh, but set nowadays in the hood. And so... It was called a spaghetto western. Sp- spaghetto re- western, okay. Yeah, because it's a spaghetti western set in the ghetto, and it starred Isaac Hayes. He was your uh, main character, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so we John did Mack the- was he in this one? John. Yes, he was. Your cousin John Mack. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, John Green, attorney at law. <laughs> Uh, he was in that movie, yeah. Yeah, uh, and this got him his acting bug, apparently. He because, started. Uh, he's been in several plays and gotten several great reviews. He's Since, a great orator, too. I'm not sure how to respond to that. Well, uh, well he can speak well. <laughs> hey, John, sorry. But, uh, yeah, as to where uh, he, we did a modern-day spaghetti western set in the ghetto, and so the name of it is Dodge City, named after the Dodge City Projects in North Nashville. But it's called Dodge City, a Spaghetto Western, to where I'm now credited in academia and everything is naming the Spaghetto Western genre. You started which, it. Which, which includes, like, you know, Django Unchained. And Ch- Django Unchained, which is a... It, it's now Great. considered a spaghetti western because it's a spaghetti western with elements from the black exploitation film era of the 1970s, which is what my Chef. film is. Yeah. Right. Have you met Quinn, Quentin Tarantino? Have you met him? Because he, he's a. What's your thoughts on him? He's supposed to only make like nine or ten movies, is what I understand. And he's from Knoxville. Yeah, he's from Knoxville. And he's a different cat, man. Well, yeah, and and I get it. And you know, it's it's, it's like they say: when you get rich, you're eccentric. If you're not, you're crazy. <laughs> right. Well, he hit success, so right. he's eccentric. He's eccentric. Uh, and crazy. No I'm kidding. <laughs> crazy as hell. Yeah. And so, but no, that's a great thing. Um, to where. It's the kind of thing to where it's like, if you have a love of people and their stories and everything, you just want to tell them. And you want to tell them in the voices they should be heard in. Right. And so much of nowadays, it gets filtered. Right. 
Are you uh who speaking of that, who influenced you? Who do you think influenced you as far as movies? I know your parents and all yeah. that, Jim, but outside of family, who is who is a few people that influenced you? Uh the two biggest ones are uh would have to be John Carpenter. The and, horror movies. Yeah. Is that Cujo? Did he do Cujo? Uh, no. no. Uh, he did Christine, but he did Halloween, Big Trouble, Little China, yeah, The that... Fog, Mouth of Madness. I mean, brilliant cat. And now, by de facto, uh, a partner <laughs> and stuff. But Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks. I mean... I've been in film 30 years, and I taught it for 16 while still working full-time in the industry. And for 10 of those, I built one of the top film crew programs in the nation at Columbia State in Franklin. That's awesome, man. By our, I was the founding director, and by our third year, we were ranked number three be, behind USC and NYU. Wow. Uh yeah. Wow, man. Yeah, for real. Adela, Little campus man. school kid here. <laughs> <laughs> Local boy makes good. That's right. And stuff, but it's like Howard Hawks is, the I think, the greatest director there ever was. And why is and, that? Well, okay, okay. John Ford, great at westerns. Hitchcock, great at thrillers. Uh, Howard Hawks. Okay, he did Bringing Up Baby and His Girl Friday, two of the greatest romantic comedies ever. They're in the National Film Archives. Gotcha. He did the original Scarface. The original? The original that was the remake with uh, Al Pacino. Right. He did the original. He did the original Thing from Another Planet that is the remake that John Carpenter did of The Thing. He did Rio Lobo and Rio Bravo with John Wayne. Did not know that. So, I mean, he did Western, romantic comedy, sci-fi, gangster drama. Horror. I mean. Everything. It's like, no matter what genre he picked. He could do it. He knocked it out of the park to where there is a film of his from five different genres in the National Archive. Wow. But the thing I really love and admire about him is there's a thing called the Hawksian Woman. Because in every film he does, and it influences every project I do, has a Hawksian Woman. Because he would always have a strong female lead. And they're not strong because it's like, she's a former assassin from the CIA. Right, right. No, it's just... She's a woman, and she's not going to take a bunch of right, a bunch of crap from people, yeah. but she's going to speak her mind, hold her ground. Someone wants to snap off to her, she's going to snap right, right back, back with a witty comment, not just she's a Dolly Parton, yeah, yeah, not just talking smack, but just right back, twisting the words, in. right, and. They became known as a Hoxian woman. You can look him up on Google or anything. It's like Hoxian woman. I'm like, what? strong, great female characters. Because I was fortunate for growing up in an old Southern family, and had a bunch of strong women in your in your life. And your mom, and yeah, and all of them. And so 
I just always wanted to show that. And so, yeah, Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks. Howard Hawks and John Carpenter. You know uh, some movies that kind of freaked me out? And that, and I don't think they freaked you out or not. Probably not. But The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, yeah. I, was that realistic? I mean, looking back, it was just like a big well, rubber mask. Well, that was a, actually a rubber suit. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, back then, Bill, and to us, that was like, oh, my goodness. It's, this it's is, real, this is. <laughs> I mean, I was scared to death of the flying monkeys, man. <laughs> you know. The Wizard of Oz, the flying. Yeah. People don't realize that Judy Garland's Frank Gum, she used to come here and hang out down yeah. off Manchester Highway, the gum community. Well, well, the, the, ru- the rumor has always been that my dad used to love to embrace is that, well, you know, her family consummated her while they were here on tour in a theater troupe. Are you serious? That's Be- because That's- because they did come through Murfreesboro on a theater troupe, and nine months later she was, was born. Uh, it could be true. That could be true. But you know, there's a lot. Uh, and we were talking earlier uh, with Jess Haynes from Chattanooga that this area has become a, a mecca of of entertainment as far as movies being made like here's a here's the thing i just sold a piece yeah. of, we just sold a piece of property on national highway okay down asbury lane there was a club it was either called the el dorado club or the cadillac club that Jimi hendrix would come he lived in nashville for a while while he was stationed he was in the army with uh the 101st the 101st airborne well, see, but uh, he would come to murfreesboro and play that gig and with some musicians now, well, see, people, this is actually not a setup. This is actually a just a true stumble upon because in my film, Dodge City, a spaghetto western, we reference Jimi Hendrix coming down from the 101st to cut heads against a guy named Joker Johnson at the TikTok Club. You, had, which is you what, said TikTok way before TikTok was popular. Oh, Man. yeah. That's wild. The TikTok club. But there is, the building's still there. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know why somebody doesn't fix that up and use it as a tour site. Hey, Jimi Hendrix used to come through here. I mean, he. Because these young punks nowadays don't care who or know who Jimi Hendrix is. Well, Jimi Hendrix was the greatest, the greatest uh, guitar. Guitar. He, he, he was and the, an all innovator. those guys died young. Janis Joplin, yeah. Jimmy, who else? Jim Morrison. Some people think he's still well, alive. Yeah, what they call it. The, Elvis died. The, the 26 Club or the 29 all, Club yeah. to where they were all the same age. Right. And then Elvis had a tie here yeah, yeah. at the old Boxwood place where uh, oh, yeah. he recorded uh, Brother McCullough's old house out there. Uh, but people don't realize that. Well, see, now that's the funny thing. It's like the... Uh, the Dodge City Spaghetto Western. <laughs> uh, this is actually our 20th anniversary of when we first filmed it. And we like won the Southern Film Festival and International Black Writers Conference, then headlined the International Black Film Fest for the opening night. And that helped Miss Hazel uh, Joyner... Uh, said that that helped elevate their festival and i've gotten offers for the film over the years but, you tell me that but have turned them down but to where now we're looking at doing a with the state of the industry now with no product coming out <laughs> we're like hey 
this is our moment. <laughs> they're on. It, it's the Screenwriters Guild, and yes. there's a bunch. They're all on strike. Yeah, writers because Guild. they don't tell us. Tell us that. Tell us about writers that. Guild and Screen Actors Guild. First time they've ever been on strike together, and so we're actually looking at in November. We're going to do a theatrical run at Premiere Six here, and yeah, yeah, and, you, you need to talk about that. And so I'm a little afraid. <laughs> you are you afraid? You a little afraid how we'll be received. <laughs> when is that coming out? Do you know? Uh, middle of November. But they're it's on strike because they're they're not getting paid the way they should. Well, these yeah. big these big movies are making millions, billions of dollars, and they're getting pennies well, on the. The long and the short of it is. It first started with the writer strike and then went to the actors. And what people don't realize is in 30 days, the director guild contract comes up. So they may be going on strike. Who you, knows? You could see it because this is the first time ever in the industry that uh, the writers and actors have been on strike at the same time. Simultaneously. Because you have to understand the last time the writers contract went on strike it lasted a hundred days that is one what gave the birth to reality tv that's what started because yeah. they couldn't reality write. they couldn't reality tv wasn't a big thing but when the writers went on strike for a hundred days um they went to unscripted television but the audience ate it up, so they just kept rolling. Everyday with it. life. Yeah. That's what it was. Everyday yeah. life. Scenarios, different scenarios. And what they learned then was the producers, AMTA, or, you know, really the producers, they realized people will watch anything we put on there, especially during COVID. They yeah. learned Hope. people will watch anything we put on. Right. And so when the last writer strike came up, streaming had just begun. And no one thought it was ever going to catch on. Right. I mean, 10 years ago, if you went, hey, Bill, <clears throat> Netflix would mail you a DVD. And then you have to mail it back. Yeah. Yeah. You had to mail it or back. Red, Redbox is another. Yeah. You know, and no one thought. Wait, you go online and you pay and you watch movies? No one's going to go for this. They were trying a new business model. So they went to the technicians, which is IA, the writers, WGA, and the actors, SAG. Mm -hmm. And they went, cut us a deal to get this going. And everybody was like, this isn't going to work. But now, now we'll, look at we'll it. cut a deal. Now... It's over eighty-five percent of their profit. It's not going to, like going a family, whatever, going to the movie, no. cinema, uh, car ride, or used to be the the drive-in was the big yeah. thing. The drive-in, oh, yeah. But now, why pay to go to the movies? Which I I'd rather go to the movies, popcorn, all that. Get yeah. the experience. Well, see, that's it. In the and drop fifty dollars. The distributors beat up the exhibitors. That is, the studios beat up the theater owners so much to where they'll take 70% of the gate. So they're not And plus, that's why you're paying $6 for a bottle of water. 
it's crazy isn't and it? people they're like well i'm gonna sneak in food i'm like well you realize you're killing the theater right if you do that they're not just gouging you it's right. just they're trying to survive because the distributors are killing them well dave gober has done a good job over here with the premieres as far oh, as yeah. uh, and i remember we had two theaters well we had murfreesboro had the uh the marble drive-in and yeah. there was another one out uh starlight was a drive-in before yeah. our time on church street where indian hills is yeah they had cinema twin owned by hal christensen hal christensen yeah lived on main street and i that's remember Ka- it was cinema dad. one and it became cinema, cinema twin that was, that was it not only was it <laughs> cinema one they it's put now a cinema two they yeah, put they a just wall put, down the middle. It's like, oh my goodness, it's now two of them. Yeah. What? But that was a cool little theater. Yeah. It's, it, that that building still stands. Oh yeah. And the uh, Hot Wheels theater, uh, Hot oh, Wheels, Hot Scott, Wheels was right next door. Rig, yeah. yeah. Man, uh, uh, the the very first uh, place my band played in high school when I was in a rock band. It's like your first gig was a roller skating rink. Was it Hot Wheels? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. had the Hot Wheels, and you had Skate Center West over yeah. there off College. Well, we couldn't get booked in there. That was the so. Warren family on that one. <laughs> yep. What was the name of your high school band? Do you remember? Oh, I think Intrusion. 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 I remember eleven fifty nine. David Prince was the drummer. Oh yeah. John Alexander. <laughs> there was a whole crew of them, but there's a whole thing to be talked about, and we're oh, already, yeah. we're already just about out of time. But next time we'll talk about music. But, but in the borough but yeah so uh so with the state of the economy and everything and warner brothers and so many distributors canceling all their releases we've entered into negotiations to release the isaac hayes film theatrically for one week when is that in you, november in november in mid-november you have to keep it posted, <laughs> which on is that. so funny because we won that and all this. And, and I'm sorry, I do have to plug this. Uh, we're selling my grandmother's property at 300 North University. The old where the old Catholic Church was. Yeah, that was the original St. Rose of Lima at the corner of Lionel and University. Yeah, and it faces the old uh, Arnott or the old hospital was across the street. That's where it does now. And it's like when it first opened the clan actually did a midnight ride. Oh, I know. They, were, they didn't want the Catholic Church being here. To protest it yeah. and everything. But we're doing a state sale next weekend, uh September 30th and October 1st from 8 to 3 p.m. And you could go the fall you go the Saturday and probably get a better deal typically oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> ray thanks my man um Reed ridley the uh pied piper of murfreesboro <laughs> thank you for your time brother brother it's always right. great to come on your show thanks man god bless you bill everybody, wilson everybody everybody go out and do something nice for somebody god eh, bless eh, you eh, eh, yeah